gosh, man, it's been a while, right? Ooh, gay, guess who's back? The most sleepless man on the face of the planet. It is me on the tragic insomniac side trying to catch up on what has been a while since I've been able to cut up anything here on the show as of late. Just been, you know, again, just kind of give you an update on last time we were talking about Chaz and kind of got that situation straightened out or what have you but tonight i just wanted to just take time and just kind of reflect on 2009 and what a year it's been and i know we're getting ready to reach up on to the holidays and uh one of the things that you know it kind of does dawns on me this time of the year that as i see the lights and i see the trees and i see people or the shopping and just going crazy inside these malls it's like oh i gotta have a new iphone 11 pro with three lenses three ways of camera pictures or if everybody's going goo goo over the oh should i say this to do xbox x Shh. yes it's here well it will be here but anyway so 2009 to me has been kind of a kind of an up and down year um started the year had a fresh start in my career outside of uh, the show and made great strides there to improve myself uh, on a personal level on, on you know just trying to uh just find ways to mentally put my mind into into drive so to speak and this you know the the thing with insomnia is at uh the medication that i'm on now it does help me sleep i'm now averaging about maybe four hours a night which is better than almost like zero but you know it was really uh, difficult um uh, to uh, admit such a, a minor problem and for so long my family thought I was a drug addict because I was always like really red eyed and really you know focused on like Red Bull any kind of energy drink that could get me going and knowing it was eating at my health it was not the best thing in the world for me to do <clears throat> so taking that step and doing something about it was really a great achievement on that um I think one of the most highlighted times of this year was being able to uh, embrace uh, a new house that I was able to get for my family. And it, my wife and I, we we went down this road several years ago before we got into the uptown apartment, or excuse me, townhouse. So we worked very hard. Um... Her, you know, doing the, uh, she's really passionate about homeschooling and babysitting children, uh, like a daycare. Really, really, really patient with children. Um, also, not only just taking them in and just watching them for other people, just actually getting with the parents and engaging on some kind of education level with like mathematics, um, you know spelling abcs you know science history that's worth thing was really deeply engaged in it and on my end um i'm working with an affiliate uh in the uh power industry which uh engages into like solar panels and um windmills 
uh, that will be able to create, you know, all natural energy uh, for futures to come. And hopefully we can keep this thing on track because we are now putting up more solar panels and more windmills than we ever had in the past decade. So we're doing pretty good on that situation. And when I discovered this show, when I was able to uh, bring, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I didn't know what I wanted to say. I didn't know exactly uh, how I was going to do this. Um, although I can tell you that there's a lot of people I listen to, I have a lot of respect for, uh, especially those that are gamers, and especially when I'm down with like PS4. Uh, right now, you know, my my sons and I are hitting Tekken 7 really hard and heavy, and it's just, at first I was kind of on a fence with it, but now that I'm starting to learn, um, you know, how to, like, okay, my, my autistic son, Billy, he, he is very insertive and aggressive towards his attacks. It's very planned. It's, it's set in stone. There's no breaking that channel. With Jeremy, on the other hand, he's more changing up more brutal attacks different characters and it's just it's interesting to know that i learned from my kids about you know today's you know life today's world generations and there are some things i worry about um on a general reality special or i mean gosh i'll just watch the tv special about trump being impeached (laughs) um so duh but what I was really wanting to focus on this year was us moving forward and moving to a place that we can call our own. And it's really kind of a difficult year, uh, especially for my wife now. She's been diagnosed with epilepsy. Uh, it was just something that happened out of the blue. Uh, so... Th- the situation there was the doctor says look you got to go see a neurologist and obviously with epilepsy it was something that you have to be put as an inpatient monitors are monitoring you from every side all the way angles and I really dropped out of my sleeping class uh, all the, the the research and you know, the work I was going through to try to you know get get back on the good side of sleep um, for her, because to me, I've lived in my situation for a very long time. For her, this is something new, and it scared the hell out of all of us. Um, but all of that sounds like a lot of negative. But the positive points this year is that I got a promotion, which is really big for me. A lot more responsibility, but it's not a lot to the point where I can't handle it. Um... I watched throughout 2019, and I I told my wife just the other day, I was like, you know, Thanksgiving was the greatest Thanksgiving we've ever had in probably about seven years. And it gave us a chance to reflect on just rerunning the clock or hitting the default button and say, you know, we've forgotten for a time what it was like to be a genuine family. I mean, you get busy in life. It's, we all get busy in life. And it's just something that it, it just happens. And we get caught up in the moment of our careers, sports, school, plays, anything. We're all really busy 
But sometimes you learn a lesson of, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to drop everything. I just want to live life for me or you live life with your maybe your girlfriend, fiance, or your newlywed wife or like me for 17 years I've been married. We just celebrated 14 years this past Saturday. I'm sorry. We just celebrated 17 years on the 14th this past Saturday. Jesus Christ. Um, so we realize that we're getting to a point in our marriage we're very comfortable with just being together it's not about just uh gosh i'm gonna be next year prior to the past year prior to the past year you know presents are are nice but words and time well spent are better it's priceless and that was a huge huge deal for both of us but anyway so i look back on 2019 and there's not really three things that kind of come to mind here um, one, um, we've had some strange weather, especially here in North Carolina, and it, it's been very bizarre, and I, I know that we could bring up, sci- you know, we could bring up the science of uh, the ozone layer, we can bring up a lot of things, but I, I don't want to get all into that theories to political whatever, blah, 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 no matter how you see it. But the weather, it definitely feels like that we're missing two seasons and we're only living off of two. Now, maybe it might seem too far stretched, but, you know, this is coming from someone who's sleep deprived and, and just goes day by day just trying to figure out, do I wear shorts and t-shirt or do I wear long sleeve shirt and jeans with a big heavy coat that swallows me like a chihuahua. So, but, um... I just want to share something with you, and this is the, to me, and and I mean, mean, maybe a lot of you might find something more important than what I'm about to talk about, but I have a friend of mine who is, like, really huge YouTuber, and uh, he's not big by any means, he's not really somebody popper, I mean, I I don't mean this in no disrespect towards him anyway, we have a, we're honest with each other, Uh, but he's only been in for like a year and a half, and... I guess it's been almost a month now, but apparently uh, YouTube was fined 170, I think, million dollars for um, gaining children's data on ads. Now, what I know of YouTube is I go on there and I watch videos that I'm interested in. I like to watch. Uh, I like to watch a lot of comedy skits on there, obviously. Uh, I like to catch up on like uh, uh, sports highlights, um, NFL, NBA, that sort of thing. Um, I'm really a big fan of wrestling. Uh, I like to watch, uh, just catch the highlights from AEW, WWE, uh, Ring of Honor, that sort of thing. And uh, and of course, I like the music aspect of it. But uh, apparently, this 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 situation with YouTube with COPPA, which was a law that was put into place, I think back in the late '90s, uh, to protect children's private information, which is a, a very 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 I, I support the law in a way. Um, but on. Basically, what I've, I've understand of all this is that apparently YouTube has thrown their, I guess you call them uh, creators or the YouTubers themselves under the bus. They're pretty much being punished for collecting data that they never had anything to do with. 
and that does make perfect sense and that's where you can put yourself in uh oh so if we just double cross them then what are we left standing here but i also understand that as a creator and again maybe i don't know what i'm talking about here but i understand as a creator you have a responsibility for your channel now let me explain because I've, I've had a couple of people just brutally just come out and say, oh, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, blah, 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 Well, I may not know what I'm talking about as far as how to do videos and how to do this, but I can understand one thing is this. If I'm going to have a YouTube channel, and <clears throat> obviously we all know, I know for a fact, that all kinds of age groups are watching. It doesn't matter what they're watching, music videos, they're watching porn, you know, Dragon Ball Z, video game highlights, whatever. Uh, I know for a fact that a lot of children under the age of 13 are watching more YouTube more than anyone else. And and this is where responsibilities that the parents come into play is that they have the responsibility to protect the kind of, and I'm trying to find the perfect way to say this, if your child is going to watch YouTube there are restrictions that can be applied. You can monitor them. Uh, I also believe, I think, the YouTube Kids is is a thing. Uh, I found that to be interesting, and why not? But also, I, I, for me, I think, throughout this whole process, and what it sounds like to me is just like a huge mess of finger-pointing, but yet then there's some out there that really wants to try to get down to the bottom of it. And... I made this plain as day, and this has been like way before this show ever started, that in this society, we live in a carnival of chaos and social aspect. Now, let me explain what that means. You know, social media has been one of the most greatest innovations of our time. We have Facebook, we have Twitter, we got YouTube, we got Instagram, we've got all types of various live streams, you know, Twitch, you know, uh, Patreon, you know, whatever. I feel as human beings, there are two ways that you can approach social media. You can approach it in a way that it can be more responsible with it uh, by upholding the responsibility of you know giving it that respect and don't abuse it into things that can cause you to get in trouble or make it worse for everyone else which brings me to option two is that all it takes is like a domino effect now let me explain what that means at the end of the day when everyone is pointing at one particular thing it's not about one particular thing or person anymore. It's not. It's, it's just not. It's about looking in the mirror and saying, Am I glass house throwing rocks? Or what could I have prevented or done to prevent or to uphold to a standard of respect? Basic human respect of being responsible with uh, technology, social media as a whole, because you, at the end of the day, 
if you're on there and you're tweeting very good things and you're tweeting about a ball game, you're basically using it what it was meant to be is for people to communicate. But if you're on there making vile threats and and just trying to shove the world, you know, acting like a victim or you're attacking someone or the world or whatever, you're, you're, just, you're just putting a bad apple into a good bushel, a, a, a good bushel basket of apples now am i perfect no i'm not perfect at all but what i do know is that i will be the first one to tell you that i would be open honest to you when i sit there and said i haven't had my moments where i wanted to crank up this show and just turn loose and just let the whole freaking world know about how i feel about them but until i can justify those means and back it up and be honest about it without having to say, Am I the glass house throwing rocks? Then truly it's just a waste of words, air, and time. So we all can improve on that. So, <clears throat> but obviously it, it, it's hit my friend Steve very hard. Um, so starting in January 2020, um, you have to classify your video as in kid appropriate or not which means if you put oh yeah it's 13 or under and then you put it out there and they say oh no it ain't and they flag you so opposedly they can charge you up to $46,000 in fines per video per video that, that's a scary number to think about because it there's unless you are dirt rich there's not too many people that I know of even myself can afford $46,000 for one video let alone for each video so you have to be careful I'll give you an example a podcast happens to be a tool to where you reach out to people and you talk about things or you I don't know that the podcast is pretty much like anything else it's just a world variety of social like social culture you could be talking about gaming you could talk about civilization you could talk about history you could talk about anything in the world but again just like any of you guys would know any other podcaster you listen to or you know they will tell you right now there is a lot of responsibility to the show especially to the credibility of what you started with it and what you plan to finish with it in the end me on the other hand like i told you when i started this show i had no idea exactly what direction i was going in I was just told to just be me and go with the flow. Fuel the jet. Fuel the jet. So, for me, I thought about, you know, if, if I could share my day-to-day stories in life with people and then maybe try to connect out there, it would help others out there realize that you're not alone. Um, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. But I love this show, and I love... Uh, some of the some of the popularity that's coming to it, I have so far 31 listeners. Uh, to me, that is huge. To a lot of people that's been doing this a long time, it's minor, but to me, it's important. So it it tells me that um people are interested and people are listening. But again, you know, it, it, what what it boils down to is no matter if it's uh, YouTube being fine or some YouTuber is not being kid friendly or somebody on Facebook is just being vile and hatred and, 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 and vulgar we are the machine that can cause the rust to shut it down 
the rust would be the negativity where the gears turn in the machine. Without grease, which is positivity, to keep it flowing in motion, we're doomed to fail each other and we're doomed to consume ourselves and we're doomed to fail. And that's just the way it is. And unfortunately, we're living in a world where everything is questionable these days because we just don't know. Everything is just like happening from just when you think you figured one thing out, you've thought, well, you just thought wrong. And it's scary. But I know if I can make one change, the small, minor things can be passed on. So like this holiday season, it's about love. It's about family it's about just slowing it down and enjoying life in my opinion so but uh, i'm just gonna get off the whole youtube thing because i really don't know a fucking thing about it but anyway so basically for 2019 was a very 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 up and down year but at the same time there was a lot of things i learned it was a lot of pure like uh, epic moments as well and so we're just uh, well, we're just a couple of days away from uh, Christmas, um, and then after that, we're just a couple more days for the new year. And the question is, is what do I plan for 2020? And I get the, I get the joy to tell people this. I can't wait, ladies and gentlemen. I just can't wait. I can't wait to see what 2020 is going to bring to not just me and my family, but to everyone else. I wish everyone a happy holiday, and if I don't make cut another show, which I won't be busy anyway, happy new year guys, and I'll see you in 2020.